Primetime Review Podcast. My name is Dan. And my name is Brian. This is episode 108 for November 5th, 2023. This is the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows that we like, and hopefully you will too. If you want to send us some feedback, you can hit us up at the PTR show at gmail.com or you can tweet at us on X at the PTR show. Woohoo! I have not looked at our email in a while. And oh, spam. But I got, I got it pulled up right here. So let me just take a quick glance. Spam, spam, spam. Spam, spam, spam. Spam, spam loves us. They think our show is awesome. Spam loves everybody. And looks like spam is getting to know chat GPT very well. Ooh. I don't know. I just saw a couple of things in there about chat GPT. That was part of the spam. Um, so anywho, yeah, let's let's jump right in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. TV shows watched. So I actually last not this past week but the week before did a little traveling so i got to catch up on some things and watch some shows uh on netflix they had the documentary well it was about a year ago the the murdoch murders uh a southern scandal which by now i think everybody knows about these um because they're been widely publicized on tv they came out with three follow-up episodes uh and i watched those and is interesting, but it was if you've been keeping up with anything going on in the tabloids or not tabloids, but in the news, uh-huh. um, it was just covered pretty much what you thought. Uh, it did kind of get in a little bit on the conspiracy theories that some people think there was two people involved. But um, so far, obviously, Alec Murdoch, the father, was the only one who's been tried and convicted. Although I just saw the other day that he his appeal was denied. I think his or he just filed his appeal. I don't know if he just filed his appeal or his, his appeal was denied. But anywho, there may be more of those, I guess. Uh, but the rest of it was pretty much stuff you, you already knew for the most part. Um, Did it nothing bring, surprising there. So you didn't bring anything new to the story? Just kind of like re, revamping? Um, the news headlines and stuff like that. Yeah, I would say there's a little more detail that I didn't know about. There's a little more detail on on the night that he shot his son and wife, but that was about it. Uh, it was it was you know because they went and took you to the spot where it happened and talked about it step by step. There was there was more information like they talked to the she was kind of like the wife's best friend slash boys nanny type thing uh-huh um they talked to her or cleaning lady i don't know i think i think yeah she was kind of like she was like the all-around helper like she was like the last one they think to probably talk to the wife or whatnot um because the wife had contacted her and said hey we're coming out to this house tonight can you make us dinner and all that and she goes, you know, normally she would call me at night. We'd chit-chat for a bit. And she goes, and especially if I made him dinner, she would call just to say, you know, hey, it was good. And she goes, it was weird. She never called. And mm-hmm. and she was like, uh, um, so I thought that was really strange. And I was getting kind of suspicious. And that morning when he woke up, you know, normally he was up and he was all pristine and ready to go. And 
you know, he would just be kind of like, you know, she was just saying on how loving their marriage was. And, and that morning he woke up and he was all disheveled looking and looked like he's probably in the same clothes still from the night before. And she had to help like straighten his collar up for him and all that. And he looked like very, he's very occupied and bothered. And then the other thing was, and that was the biggest thing that, that capped his trial too, was, uh, his time, um, his times on everything. So, you know, his alibi was that he went out to his parents' house to visit them. And so the, uh, here's mom, his visits uh-huh. mom and the uh, nurse that was out there, takes care of his mom said, you know, he did come out and he did sit down and watch TV with her for a few minutes. And then he was leaving and she's, I don't know if, I think, I don't think it was that night. I think it was like the next day or something. He called her up and was just like, Hey, I was there, you know, I was there for 45 minutes. She was just like, okay. But she was like, he was not there for 45 minutes. He was there for like 15 or something like that. And so then the times he was saying on everything totally didn't match up. And then they were able to prove based off of, I think cell phone pings or something that he was on his property at the time of the murders and all that. So, Oof. yeah, but that was, that was the biggest thing, biggest things I thought that I felt anyhow, that came out of it all. Um, yeah. And it just showed like every time, like he was questioned by the, uh, they call him sled. It's, uh, I don't remember what it stands for. But it was like the murder investigation team, basically. Every time he was interviewed by them, his story changed and changed and changed and changed. And then they kind of asked him, you know, in the trial, they're like, why did you lie? And he goes, well, you know, it's one of those things. Once you lie once, you got to live with the lie. <laughs> so you just keep lying. And he's like, a prosecutor. He's heck? a lawyer. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was interesting. It was good. Uh, and then I watched, uh, or I fit, well... I should say we I finished. I think we have about 15, 20 minutes left to the last, which is the third episode. Uh, me and my oldest watching documentary called MH370, The Plane That Disappeared. Oh. This is full of conspiracy theories. That's all it is. Um, this is a plane. And I, I talked about this, I think, last, last episode time. or the episode yeah. so before. It's a plane, a Malaysian air, air, airliner uh, Boeing 777 that disappeared in the middle of the night uh, back in 2014. Yep. Uh, this last episode, they did finally find what they thought was parts of the plane. Um, but the funny thing is that it it appeared where one theory has the plane going south in the wrong direction and crashing over the ocean, right? And then this piece washed, washed ashore. But the funny thing is, is they took this piece and like it's missing the tag off of it. And they're like, the only way that tag ever comes off is if you dismantle the plane. Um, they said the probability of it even coming off in a wreck is very unlikely. And the tag was missing off of it. So then even using what they could use off of it, it was like they sent the the, the serial numbers for uh-huh. it into uh-huh. the company and like the company came back with like possible 12 different matches that should have matched and only like one set matched which means even more that 
it could be the part of that plane, but there's no way to tell for sure. But it just it got into more of the conspiracy theories and what people think really happened. And then supposedly the one guy's conspiracy theory thinking that it was the Russians gained so much attention and was so looked at as a possibility that then all of a sudden this other guy who's like a I don't want to say it, they what they call him the, not a treasure I don't think it was a treasure hunter but he, he's the kind that goes out and all of a sudden he can find all these things miraculously and he gets famous off of it and he all of a sudden to to combat that theory went down to uh oh I can't think of the the countries but another one to, to prove that it crashed in the ocean and he went to this beach and it had been a year right he went uh-huh. to this beach and within two hours of landing in this country and being on this beach found like multiple pieces supposedly of this plane and they're like okay so nobody said nothing about these pieces of this plane that have been on the shore or you know in the in the shallow waters of this beach for every year and this guy's there not even two hours and all of a sudden he can find them. And they're like, that that seems more like he planted them, right? Uh, and so now they think this guy may be like a Russian spy <laughs> and stuff. Um, it it was it 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 gets crazy and deep. And then this other really? lady, she she kind of goes with the Russian theory and she's like, There's no way they went south. And I think there's this other theory. It got it gets it's getting deep into the conspiracy theories. That's for sure. So um, it, it's all on what you believe. And a lot of the people who have families, I mean, I guess they want to believe they're still alive. So I guess that's probably a part of it. But, you know, they're not believing either theory. They're, they believe that the plane was landed somewhere and these people are hostages or captive. I'm like, not for 20 years or 10 years. I'm yeah, sorry. 10 years, right? Yeah. 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 If it if it had been you know for a couple of years and then they said hey we have two hundred and some passengers okay but I don't believe it the other way so I don't know but it's interesting but again these ones that don't have a, a finality to it I'm kind of like Neh. now you are watching this with your daughter right yeah how does she, like you have your perspective what does she think about it. I don't know. We Have haven't you, talked about it yet. I was kind of waiting until we got got over. We were finished with it to see, you know, what her, her thoughts were. But. Yeah, she's 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 intrigued by it. That's for sure. Yeah. I can tell that. But that's about it. And then uh, the last thing is I picked up a one that I, I used to watch all the time. Uh, show a million little things, which is ended. It had its final season last year. I guess a year you could say last spring. Um, it was a shortened season, so I think it was only on in the spring last spring. And I went to go start watching season five on my own. Like this one I used to watch with the wife, but we have so many shows that we need to watch and catch up on. This is one that I don't think she really cares but if I go <laughs> ahead and watch it without her. So I went to go watch it and realized we never finished the season before that. So I went on Hulu. And started watching, we only watched like half of the season four. So I've been trying to watch season four and catch up on that. And which I'm almost done with. So then I can start season five, which I think is only eight to ten episodes. 
and finish the series and then finish that. So I, I got through about four or five episodes, I think. So that was pretty good. So and then uh, me and the kids did finally start watching Loki. OK. And we got through the first episode. Is it confusing? As I'll get up. Uh, at first, it was, you know what? Honestly, I think what helped was we watched the first episode and we watched all but the last like 15 minutes of it. And then coming back to it and then watching now the, the last 15 minutes just last night. I think because I had that little bit of space and time there, then watch when we started watching the 15 minutes here, I was like, all right, hold on a minute. And so we kind of were like thinking about what happened in the the first, you know, 45 that we watched. Uh And I think that little bit of time gave me time to, to to figure it out or think about it. And it does, it made more sense now because at first I did feel very confused. Yeah. And now after watching the last 15 minutes last night, I was like, Oh, Okay, I kind of get what's going on here a little bit now. And so pretty much I would say I'm not totally confused. And then we watched probably the first 15 minutes of the second episode and then we we had to stop watching it. But um, there there are some people who I haven't quite put names to faces yet. Like the higher up characters and how the one group's going after Sylvia. Uh Like. What? I don't understand that part of it all totally yet. So there are some parts that I'm still a little confused down, but for the most part, I understand what's happening. So because like I, I, I tried the episode number one of this season and I was like, man, this is so confusing right now. I turned it off. I don't typically do that. But then I, I was like, oh, man. so did you finish the first episode or no? No, did not. I would go back and finish the first episode, especially now that you've had some time to think about it and go back and finish it. And I, I think it does clear up a little bit more. Mm. So did, okay. did you watch it long enough to see data? Oh, yeah. Um, Kenny Watanabe what, what yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that guy's name, though? Like on, on, on the show? Obi. Yeah. 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 So he he has quickly become my kid's favorite character. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's super techy. Yeah, yeah. But he, he's just funny because you watch him, he's like, "No, wait, yes." Or you may not have got to that part yet, but yeah, it's pretty funny. So yeah, no, it's good stuff. Yeah, and then you and me got one that we've watched together, but I'll let you talk about what you have watched. So since you brought up the loop in, on Netflix a couple episodes back, I've been jumping on that train as well. Um, it's been pretty darn good. Um, I mean, the I can see where they're taking this story uh, for the season and and how that there's somebody that he cares deeply about that that it's in um, in play and he needs to do what he does best to rescue her. Um, so it's super interesting. Can't wait to see where it goes. Um, because just the way he goes about things, Lupin goes about things and, and, and tricks people, um, it's it's always interesting because you never know what he's going to do. Um, there's a couple episodes that I was like, okay, I can see what is going, and then something else um, happens and, 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 and all hell breaks loose. So it's been pretty good so far. Um, the show that 
you and I watch, and it has a finale to it. This this Friday's episode was the season finale. It was Gen V, um, season one. Did you did you get a chance to finish it? Yes. Or do you like do you compared to the boys? What do you rank this as? Do you rank um, this as like um, equal or better or worse than uh, the boys? I would say, hmm, that's a good question. Just because we've already had a couple seasons of the boys, I don't want to say it's gotten old already, but I. I feel parts of the boys sometimes it kind of gets drawn out. So this mm. one to me, I didn't feel was as drawn out. This one I felt like it was constantly moving, you know, um, other than maybe the first episode where they were trying to establish characters. Uh huh. So I did kind of like this one. Like it, it kind of, I don't know, I felt a little more energized with it. Ooh, okay. So I would say. Maybe this one right now, but but otherwise I'd put them probably the same. I um because we like you say because we got to know the boys' character so much and and they haven't switched the seven much up. Uh, they haven't uh, switched the seven on the boys that much, and it's always the same group of superheroes that they talk and focus on. Like you say, I think this Gen B's new crop of superheroes is kind of interesting because their power is totally different. The seven and you, it's cool to see what it take it and how they make a story out of it. Because like Maria, is it Maria? Maria yeah. Monroe. I think it was Marie. I think it was Marie. Monroe. I don't think it was yeah. Maria. I think it was Marie. How she like finds her powers and how she kind of like, like the potential she has, it's incredible. I think she has the potential to be even better than Homelander based on how she can control powers and make other people do things, right? Yeah. Um, so much so that, like, I think it'll be interesting to see where they take it after this season. Um, spoiler alert. I mean, I guess, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, that. They have left it open, open-ended, uh, and and so much so that like there is potential for more more season to come with these guys. So uh, super interesting to see where to take it from here. Yeah, I uh, I'm I, I really liked the ending. I thought that was awesome, but I'm super curious as to what the heck's going on. Well, okay, so how much do we want to say about it though? I mean, spoiler alert, spoiler we don't, alert. Yeah, spoiler. spoiler alert. We don't, I mean, it's not that we, we have yeah. a ton of listeners. So, <laughs> well, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. That, that, that's, so that's, that's a good By point. the time somebody listens to it, it's not going to be much of a spoiler, right? Uh, um, but yeah, spoiler alert. So at the end, basically, their friend Kate and the kid Sam, who they're trying to save through the whole thing. Yes, the woods. Yeah, the woods. Basically, turning to be well you you know kate's been kind of behind a lot of stuff the whole show and it's not that she's been evil she's just been doing things she, i don't want to say she's brainwashed but it's almost like she's been brainwashed to think that yeah. she was doing good 
but really she was doing bad. And she starts to see that and she starts to come, come around and she's telling her friends, Hey, this has all been messed up and this is wrong. And then she goes and goes to the opposite end of the spectrum, goes to the deep end and just starts saying, screw this. We need to just start waxing people out, <laughs> taking them out. <laughs> and so she's just turning all these people, all the soups against like regular people. And then Sam, who is Golden Boy's brother, who they were trying to save through the whole show anyways, he's so crazy and messed up. He's just like, yep, I agree with her. I think this is what we should do. And so the two of them are just like the two, like become the two evildoers of the episode, really, um, who are who are heroes, quote unquote, are trying to stop. And right when Marie looks like she's about to stop Kate, by blowing her one hand off oh, which man, was, that was fuck wild that was crazy um homelander shows up and basically he lands and they're all like oh crap what's homelander gonna do because they all know we all know he's crazy too and he plays the whole uh shh, stop back up don't come any closer and then he blasts marie with a blast and I thought she was dead. I, I thought, thought she was dead, too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he killed her. Um, But then all of a sudden she wakes up and you could tell it's been a while with the other three in a room with no doors. So I was trying to figure out what is this room with no doors? I mean, I'm assuming it's got to be Vought that has them. One, how did they catch Emma? Unless it's been like days. Right. And they did like a manhunt to find her. Uh-huh. Um, the other two were on scene at, at at on site, so I guess I understand how they caught them too. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but then part of me was like, does Vaught have them, or did like the one group that Butcher works for? Do they oh, have them? You know what? Never thought about that. I mean, it would make more sense that Vaught has them because, like I said, they blasted her, so she was down and out, and the other two were there. And not Emma's like one of my favorite characters, but not to say she's she's so stupid that she would come out of hiding, but evidently she did and got caught in some way somehow. So I guess to me it would make sense that Vaught has all four of them. Um, however, then a part of me was like. Well, maybe Homelander was dumb enough to think he killed the one girl and he took off. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm I think, yeah, because like, um, like you say, the three are captured. Polarity's son. I've got, I've got his name. Now. Andre. Andre, thank you. Um. The one that can shapeshift into shapeshift boy or girl. Into boy or girl. girl. I, can't, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. Her name. And then Emma. Emma, right. And all four of them are trapped into that little room with no doors. I, they're, all I, wearing, I they're all wearing like medical gowns. And they tell her that she took the shot from Homelander like a champ. And Right. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then the only reason I thought of Butcher. Well, so then, well, then you yeah. see that. Homelander's watching TV and on TV they claim that those four are the bad ones that went crazy and that Kate and Sam were now the the guardians of Godokin and 
they're like the heroes and Homelander just smiling, thinking everything's great. And that's when you that's when you see the scene then with the other four and like what's going on with them. But then you get one more cameo. Yeah. Uh-oh, and here we go. down in the woods, which is the lab where they were underneath the school where they were messing with everybody. You see Butcher show up. And he's going through there looking and he's like, what the heck? So that's why I kind of thought of Butcher and his people. So I don't know. I, I, I it, it makes more sense that Vought has him, but it does because I think they have the funding for um uh for 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 a facility like that that has no doors and stuff like that. Right. Um and Homelander did blast Marie um right on campus. So I think they 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 either help her like rescue her right away and then put her in that facility just to just to get her okay. Um, which um, or else I don't know she would not have taken that blast like that and survived that he literally took her out I thought he took her out like oh there goes the main character for uh, Gen B but yeah yeah and we never have seen really I guess we know she can control blood so maybe if, if she gets blasted like that she does kind of explode but maybe her blood goes right back together automatically yeah I don't know so well, can't wait to see season two, though. Right. Yeah. And I do believe it has been renewed already, right? I think so. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so are we going to get like two of these each year or is it one after uh, one one year, the other the other year? Oh, I don't know. I would hope we get you're, you're talking Gen V and the boys. Yeah. I would hope we get each one each year, but. Then also, so I, like I said, I, I went and was trying to read up on it um, to kind of understand where they were and hoping I, I could get some clarification, find some clarification on that somewhere, which I couldn't. But it did say that this whole situation was going to launch the next season of The Boys. So either way, I think The Boys will definitely come next. Now, are they going to pull these characters into the boys? They said they say, that was actually a question in the article I read, and it was like, eh, I don't know. I guess you'll have to wait to see. So, could see these characters now graduate and become, you know, characters in the boys, and then Gen V season two is, hey, we're back at uh, college, and because now the college is all good again, right? <laughs> what a crazy show. Yeah, and it could be a whole new set of kids having issues at the college. So, and I never put together that the invisible kid was translucent from the boy's son. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they mentioned that at the, in the last episode. And I was like, oh, I never, I never caught on to that before. I never put two and two together about that before. And then when they mentioned, it, I'm like, oh, that would make sense. So I uh. Yeah, that kid was creepy as hell, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Their own little way. Yeah. yeah. Overall, though, yeah, I, I think it's it a good show. So. It was a great addition to the The Boys franchise. Yep. Great addition. Yes, totally. So. Cool. Um, So into news. So, so, hold, hold on. I, oh. and, and I got to back up a minute. Yeah, yeah. Did you finish Lupin? No, I did not. No, I okay. am like halfway into it 
Okay. T just wrap um, the the is he a drug dealer or is he just a um, the kid that 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 he was hired to to do a drive for him and he also has a mom that's that um, that's really ill and they and and he has a painting that he wants to steal from from that family okay do you remember that one so yes. i'm i'm there i'm like halfway i think this is episode number three yes 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 okay all right yeah got it so i all think right. i should be ready to rock and roll to talk at the rest because that one has another ending that's kind of like so what are we supposed to expect like i said i think i think the show's over but the way oh, okay. it ends, you never know. You never know with this show. Yeah. You never know. So. Because, you know, spoiler alert for Lupin. Episode one, he fixes his own death and everybody thinks that he's dead. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, did he, is the show over over? Or it's just. Exactly. You We never know. They can do whatever they want with this show. Yeah. We'll wait till you see how it ends, ends, though. All right. All yeah. right. All right. Uh, moving on, news and rumors. So you put on, this one out there, but I, yes, it, it more pertains to me. I would it say it is because this show I don't watch, you watch, yeah. and on CW, um, they announced that on Deadline, and I think on it's all, all over the news now that Superman and Lois, um, this upcoming season for uh, season four is the final season. Um, and after this is wrapped up, I think the CW and the DC kind of a team up is done and over with, right? There's no more CW and uh, there's no more DC show shows on CW after this is done, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, there's no more DC shows on CW. CW actually is moving away from having uh, original, originally scripted shows or American. I, I read somewhere it's not just originally scripted; it's like American originally scripted shows. What does that mean? Uh, so, yeah, I didn't quite get it the way I read it either. But basically, it's like they're moving more towards a format where it's like sports or they're going to take shows that are like from like abroad and show them. I don't know. I, I, it, it did make sense to me, but the only original shows they still have left after that then is all American and all American homecoming. Um, and then I think, I think Walker, Texas Ranger also got a shortened season. And that's it. Yeah. It is so. really expensive to make these shows, I bet. It can't be it can't be cheap. And if they cheap on it, then it it it, it shows on the um it I mean people can tell that it's uh, low quality production and and they can't keep doing that without us complaining about it and not watching it anymore. So I can see why they're backing away from uh, scripted shows on CW. They don't have the funding like 
HBO, Netflix, and and compete with those guys. So yeah, yeah, I can see why. Now, this is coming to an end. I take it you're pretty bummed, or are you say okay, thank you, good riddance, kind of you? Uh, so I broke the news to my kids. Actually, it was yesterday. Oh, and and uh, they were like, eh. I don't think this <laughs> season's. They're like, I don't think this season's gonna be that good anyhow because they 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 cut most of the characters off of the show that we kind of enjoyed watching. Mm-hmm. So this season, the only five characters returning is the the base of the family: Superman, Lois, and their two sons, and then Lex Luthor. All the other characters that were re, you know series uh, series regulars or whatever have been cut from the show. So it's like those people, unless they agreed, yeah, I'll come back at a lesser pay to do a couple episodes here and there. They're they're not even planned to be in the series. So it's like, what good is this show going to be if it's just about them? (laughs) So, yeah, they're they're not we're not overly excited about it. I I would say we're definitely going to watch it, but. Yeah. Yeah. And then in this article that that you found and put out here, it says for the mothership All-American from WBTV and Walker from CBS Studios, the episode count reduction is seven, which it had 20 in season five and 13 in season six. And that that's for All-American. It's down to seven and then five for Walker, which had 18 in season three and 13 in season four. So. If I'm reading that right, it says all Americans only going to have like seven episodes, too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's. Whew. that That's not very many episodes. Hmm. Well, I think CW is saying that, like, they got to cut their losses and move on to something else because, like. Okay, I kind of detour a little bit. I was reading an article yesterday or the day before that normal cable television is dropping. The viewership for that is dropping. And everybody's cutting the cord and doing something else. Is CW strictly uh, cable television? Not, you can't, there's no cutting the cord for CW, right? No, there. I think you can get that over the air. You can get that over the air. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. like people don't watch uh, cable television much anymore, or over the air stuff. Well, I was gonna say, is that what you mean, or, or what do you? Yeah. Kind of, okay. Yeah, because I think people are um, because people like a lot of folks pay to get Disney Plus, Netflix, and stuff like that. And CW is not packaged into that kind of uh, uh, streaming services. Right? Hulu does not have a whole lot of these shows. Um, and and HBO, do, do they have these shows? I think they do. Don't I, don't, they? I, don't know. I have no idea. So like, if folks don't watch it, that when it when it when it when it airs, um, they don't get to see it ever again. Like. Um, I don't know how to go back and watch Superman and Lois. If I want to go back to watch season one, episode one, I do not know how how to get to it. 
because I don't think CW has any kind of um, streaming services. So uh, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it's okay. called CW. Yeah, well, the, the CW channel has its own, and plus they have on there. It's called CW the CW Seed or something like that. So never heard of it. Never yeah. heard of it. Yeah. So I think CW has a lot going against it, um, and there's a lot. There's so much competition that that they can't stand apart from everything else, make itself so special that. I want to go watch some something there. So um, CW needs to do something different. And I think that's their way of like, okay, we're pulling the core uh, on DC team up um, and going for more sports stuff um, to, 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 to see where they take it from there. Because this Arrowverse stuff worked really well at the beginning. Uh, and then it went south fast. Um, but go up to them, though, you know. Yeah, I uh, I was just looking it up, and it said that uh, they have changed. And oh, let me read right here again before I get this wrong. They only had the only originally scripted show they still have is CW in the fall 2023 season with a huge strategy change. It's keeping only one of its existing originally scripted titles, the football drama All-American, in its sixth season. Now, this is from July, so by now I think Walker's also been renewed. Um, The rest of the lineup is filled with scripted content poached from AMC and Canada's CTV and CBC. So it says... Uh, You can expect uh, this one show, which first aired on Channel 4 in the UK in a celebrity documentary film series, I Am. So, yeah, they said basically if you're a devotee of Canadian television, you should check in with CW this fall. Hmm. So it's getting a lot from from Canadian TV. So and then it's doing a lot of reality TV also. So unscripted reality TV. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of. Yeah. But I was trying to see something about how many episodes. Six episodes doesn't seem right. So I don't think that's right. I think they're getting 13. Uh, Walker and All-American. I think they're both getting 13. Huh. But. Never yeah. watch that stuff either. I never watch Well, those. I watch All-American still. That's the only one I still watch. So. Guess I'm going to have more time soon to watch uh, non <laughs> Scripted or not unscripted shows, but shows that don't necessarily have a schedule anymore. Or so. you catch up on your Jack Ryan list. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah still, I still got I still got a lot of that to watch though. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that'll ought to be uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, trying to see. Yeah, I couldn't find anything else on it. So, oh well. Uh, all right, moving on. Movies, watch. Uh, so I did watch one movie while I was traveling. I watched No Hard Feelings, which is the Jennifer Lawrence comedy uh, that oh. came out on Netflix. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. It wasn't a great show. It wasn't a terrible show. It was kind of 
you kind of had an idea of what was going to happen, what was going to go on, you know, kind of followed that same, had that same kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say trope of a storyline, but, you know, this girl needs money, so the parents kind of hire her to date their son. She's a lot older than the son, um, but in more of a comedic aspect, he's get, he's getting ready to go, I think, to Princeton, and he's <clears throat> he's pretty nerdy doesn't really hang out with friends much. Uh, so they want him to come out of his shell. And so they're going to pay her with a car because she needs a car so that she can raise money to try to save her house and all this kind of stuff. And she's in her early thirties, I think. And, uh, yeah, so she, she tries to flirt with this kid and get him to like her and all this. And they actually wind up become really liking one another in a way. Um, and it kind of goes from there. You get an idea of, you know, okay, she gets the car, but then a series of events happen and there, there's some things that happen at the end. I won't get all into it, but you know, it all works out in the end for everybody and everybody's happy and the, and the movie, you know, ends in a happy ending, I guess you can say, but you know, it had some comedic funny moments to it. And then it had some that weren't as funny as comedic. So. Yeah, that's about it. That's all I can say. This was her first film after coming back from her hiatus, I think it is. Like, right? From her pregnancy? She, yeah, she had a yeah. kid. Yeah, okay. So she she was, um, she she took a break from making yeah. films. And, and yeah. um, now, do you think this is a good movie to come back to? Or is this one of those, like, eh, you can pass on that idea? Yeah, she, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would say you have to be willing to sit there and watch, you know, uh, I don't want to say a stupid comedy, but, you know, a, a goofy. A silly type comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I know a lot of guys will turn it on and watch it. But for her. Yeah, for her. Yeah. 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 She does a, 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 a full clothless scene in it. <laughs> so, is this rated R or PG thirteen? Oh, it's oh wait, it's rated R. Oh, it's rated R. Okay, I didn't know. It was rated I mean, R. full nudity. There's full nudity. So. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rated R then. Yeah. 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 All right. But yeah. What about you? Would you watch? Uh, honestly, news and rumors. Variety released a kind of damaging article that was uh, that talked about. Marvel's cinematic universe. Um, I mean, they hit a huge home run with the latest Avenger movies, and that was right before COVID, right? Um, but since COVID, it hasn't gone as well as they wanted to be on both the TV front and also the movie front. Um, some of the movies, I mean, since Avengers Endgame has been kind of hit or miss he has not gone um he has not received the best reviews like the ones before it but so much so that i think they're kind of concerned about it so much so that they're they even talked about completely revamping the next phase so kind of getting into a little more details they are concerned that a 
these movies that are post Avenger Endgame, um, a the was it phase we're in phase five, right? Yes. That the that Jonathan Majors he plays Can to Conquer and he was the one that's supposed to um unify every movie leading up to this whatever Avenger team up movie, just like Thanos did before. And but Jonathan Majors is having some legal troubles outside of um in his personal life. Um and he's battling that and that to Marvel and Disney it's bad press and so much so that they're having concerns about are people turning away because of Jonathan Major's um, personal problems, um, and and that's been putting a real um, hinge on on their um, movies coming forward. Um, so that was major problem number one. Major problem number two is a kind of ongoing issue with all Marvel all Marvel movies. Um, and, and because there's there's so much CGI in each of these movies that it costs a lot of money. And from what we've heard that these CGI artists are working, they're working like nonstop. They're breaking their backs just to um, meet a certain deadline and they're overworked and they're all getting kind of um, uh, put off in, in making any of these movies. But they want to make money and Marvel is willing to pay a lot of money for this, but they have to work so hard just to get the movie up and running. So much so that like in the latest movies, there's a lot of CGI's that haven't been that great. Um, I can, you know, Nick pick a lot of um, CGI's, especially in the latest um, uh, Doctor Strange movie. It, it was, it was not good. Uh, there's, there's a lot of shots that, was not up to par from what we saw on Avengers and also those those um, the movies before it. And as major point number two and number three, this ties into some of the um, issues that they had with with TV shows is that the writing hasn't been up to par, and so much so that like they're complaining that the the schedule, the deadline that they're setting, they can't meet those because they keep having to go back to rewrite and reshoot and 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 add more to the movies and because of because of that it's a it kind of uh, make a damper on the, the shooting schedule uh, the filming schedule and then all the CGI post production so because of those three major things that Marvel is having a huge problem with. Uh, their movies lately because um, I have not liked a lot of the movies that came out after the Avenger Endgame and I can see after reading this that that oh yeah there, there there's a major issues would you have you read through this article Dan uh, parts of it yeah and do you agree with what they were saying though oh yeah I mean they look like they're turning into uh dc <laughs> right right yeah yeah i mean uh, it, kevin feige is only he's only human right he's not a superhero so he can't uh, oversee every little thing right right and he and he he's done such a great job for so long it's like 
at some point something was going to happen, but it just seems like it's all happening at once and the wheels are just falling off. So I don't know. Uh, the Marvels better be pretty good. I don't think it's going to be. <laughs> it's just my opinion, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Although I, I will say, I didn't think Ant-Man and the Wasp was that bad. I didn't think Gardens of the Galaxy 3 was that bad. Um, I didn't think Doctor Strange was that bad. Yeah, not I mean, they weren't great. They weren't as good as the first ones. But at the same time, too, I, 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 I see that I'm also having the, uh, what do you call it? Burnout. Burnout of superhero shows. So, right. knowing that I'm seeing that, I could sit there and watch the movie and say, okay, just. Just go with it. Just ride it. And if you do that, then I'm okay with it, you know? And I, I don't think they're that bad. But if I'm sitting there the whole time, just like, oh, I'm tired of seeing the same old stuff. Then, yeah, I'm going to be like, okay, moving on. So it's it's going to happen. I mean, but you can't blame them. I mean, when when the fire's hot, keep going, right? So yeah, totally. that's what they did. And just, I think... I think putting out more than three, four movies in a year, that's that's a lot. And, a lot for people to, to take. Right. And and I think that because in COVID time, they had to kind of pause production on movies and focus on TV so they can crank out a lot more shows because of that. Um, a yeah. lot of the production values also like didn't could not keep up with that awesome switch from movies focus to TV focus. And and in this article, it was kind of funny is that they even had a discussion about, can they bring back the original, like the original Avengers, Um, Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man, Chris Evans, uh, Captain America, um, and so on, so on. Now, I don't know what that means for phase five of Candy Conquer, but wouldn't it be kind of strange? Next thing you know, is that they, they're announcing Robert Downey Jr. is back as Iron Man, and 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 there's going to be a Avenger movie coming up similar to the Endgame. I mean, like that's wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, I I don't think they can do that. And, and, yeah, but. I don't know. And, I mean, they're Marvel. They can do whatever they want, but I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's strange. We're going to have to wait and ride the, ride the wave and see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, because I think there's a movie coming out in, what, five days for Miss Marvel? Yeah, the Marvels. And, yeah, the Marvels. Thank you. And they, the news on that has not been good. They are, they are projecting that it won't make a lot of money, and it's one of the be rate, rated one of the uh, the bottom Marvel movies. Um, I hope it doesn't work out that way, but oh man, I don't have any interest going to see it. Um, yeah, not not really. Right, not not as much as I would have been before, and even my kids. Like, oh, that looks good. We should go see it. And I'm like, yeah, maybe if we can find a cheap show. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not paying to go see that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But we'll see. But yeah, not too great news to come out of Marvel. But 
Kevin Feige being Kevin Feige, I'm sure he'll turn it around and, and we'll get excited about it once again. He'll figure something out. Yeah, figure something out. Yeah. Okay. Um, last thing on the news and rumor side, last couple episodes we've been talking about action movies from 1990s and 2000s. Um, and we narrowed down the two movies per decade. Your 1990 movies was, I believe, Heat and The Matrix. And my 1990 movie was also one of them is The Matrix and Jurassic Park. Your 2000 was Training Day and Avatar. Mine was also Training Day. But the other one I picked was The Dark Knight. So, Dan, for you, for your four movies, Matrix, Training Day, Avatar, Eat, what would be your mm, out of the four? You got to pick one. Which one would you pick out of that four? Easy. Training Day. Out of that four? Yep. Training Day is a top three for me of all time. Overheat. Oh, Overheat. No. Over the Matrix. Over the Matrix. Damn. Tra- training, I, training Day is one of my top three all-time movies. You can go watch. So, like, if 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 you're like scrolling through and then TNT has Training Day on, you're like you're gonna stop and watch it. Oh yeah. Easy. Because if I was scrolling, my four was the now, Matrix. Now, now here, here I'm gonna say this. Okay. Easy, yes, I will sit there and watch it. Although I'm gonna sit there and start watching it, and about 15 minutes in, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go watch my movie version of it because the TNT one they cut too much stuff out. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because yeah, they can't they yeah. can't cuss like they did. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um. So for me, Matrix, Training Day, The Dark Knight, and Jurassic Park, I would have to pick the Dark The Dark Knight. I mean, like when I when I see it on TNT, I always stop and and I was picked right up at it. I mean, it is that good. I cannot, I cannot pick. I mean, I I was close to picking uh, the Matrix over it, but I was like, you know what? No, the Dark Knight was that good. Mm, I don't know. You can pick apart a lot of things in the Dark Knight. Oh man, but overall though, that was a great flick. Great flick, man. That was a good flick. It's good to hear for DC, but no. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that was um, that was a cool little exercise. Um, we might talk about more the uh, uh if I if we find other 1990 movies or 2000 movies uh lists like that, and we can keep talking about it. But yeah, yes, sir, um, yes, sir. But that was it. All right. Well, that wraps it up this week, everyone. If you want to leave us feedback, remember it's the PTR show at gmail.com or on Twitter at the PTR show. If you like us, subscribe to the podcast, rate us, and spread the words to your friends and family for the PTR show. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. And this was the Primetime Review Podcast. See ya. Nerds out. <laughs> <laughs>